I'm seeing all these guys yeah. and they're all dressed up in their in their costumes. Yeah, yeah. And I'm and then I look down and I look to my left and everybody else is dressed in their costumes and I'm like, this is really happening. What's up, guys? Today's guest is a professional tricker turned stuntman who was actually the first stunt double for Black Panther in Marvel Civil War. Please welcome to the Jamcast, Mr. Guy Da Silva. Uh, thanks, bro. Appreciate yeah, it. Quite an introduction. Man. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I know. I I've been like waiting and hoping that we get to do a podcast. I should start you. getting paid for these little promos over here. Yeah, man, I think you should. <laughs> Maybe you have a thing. You know? It takes me back to like my Red Bull days when I'm just like the hype man. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Which, you uh, were really fun though. I mean, yeah. That was your thing for a while. Yeah, for a long time. I was like, he gets to go to all these cool spots and and gets to just be hype. Uh, yeah, and I not only have the best seat in the house, but uh, I got guaranteed pay every time. That's even better. <laughs> Whereas my homies competing had to like win in order to you get, get money. Paid. But yeah, man, those Red Bull jobs are the best, man. Where were you just coming from? You just had a rehearsal? For uh, I just finished shooting a short that I've been doing. I've been doing a lot of little small projects recently okay. uh, just to build uh more, I guess, working resume as an as a performer, as an actor. Okay, okay, mm-hmm. All right, cool, cool. But still, like martial arts stuff involved, or no? Oh, nice. Just I've been acting, so. I'm trying to trick everybody. Ah, oh, okay, okay. All so, right, we'll see what happens. All right, cool. Well, I'm sure we'll talk about that in some regard. Yeah. Uh, before I forget, Yo, I got to give a special shout out because Guy even called me out on this. Um, yeah, man, we're only like seven podcasts in on here already, but we've been getting such a great response. And one of the coolest things was I got sent this book from someone that listened to episode two, where I talked to Kyle Cordova about my fascination with magic. Yeah. Uh, so shout out to Jeremy Price, man, from the tricking community who sent me this book called Magic is Dead. And it's a uh, uncorrected proof. And, uh, yeah, I'm really excited about that. I got to read it after. Give me a cool little note and stuff. But, man, that's one of the things that's cool about this tricking community, dude. Like, you know, I just put out a little podcast about my interest, and this guy went out of his way to send me a book. So, Yo, like. It's a small world, guys. It's so funny because I also got to dabble in in the dance world, in the street battle world. And it's completely different. Compared to how trickers are with each other, we're we're very more loving and and open armed about one another and accepting, and yeah. we're we're like the advocates of meta world peace or something. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, just a friend of mine pulled me over that I've known for years, and he's like, "I hope my kids are do tricking because of that." Yeah, yeah, I was it's like, cool, "That's man. cool. That's really cool." Yeah, it's really really cool. It's like a it's a dope community, and like I'm trying to uh, like we kind of got removed all of us in a sense, not by choice, but because of work. So yeah. like. All of us were very much into the community. Um, we used to train all the time, nonstop. And you get to a point where, like, this industry kind of takes over your time and the Absolutely. career takes over your ability to, to do as much as you want to. So Yeah, I wish I could try to go for, like, some of these tricks that I haven't been able – that I had a list of. Like, I had combos I had lists of that I'm like, oh, I'm going to smash this. I'm going to get this. I'm going to get that. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. Then – work you should have been the first one to raise him back out i but, should have uh, been little japanese kid beat you to it so. he did shout out to you shosei hell yeah shosei. again yeah that always. was sick i can't like hey you gotta get props where props are due you did first like got in the way he did it easy too that was wild yeah i don't understand ridiculous. that it's a ridiculous move Oh yeah, man. No, it's it's a uh, it's been crazy though. So I'm I'm trying to get back into the community as well. These podcasts are a way of doing so, just trying to like give back to people and share our perspective on work and life. And uh, and yeah, I'm also uh, I just got invited to my first gathering, dog. Oh what? Like, well, I've been invited to a lot. To be fair, not you to have. I don't want anyone to feel disrespected. I've been invited to a lot of gatherings over the last few years, but mm-hmm. I haven't been able to make it because of work. Yeah. Uh, but I am going. I'm excited to announce here. So you heard it first. I'm going to. Uh, Trick Different Quattro in Colorado Springs next month, oh, uh, April 18th to the 21st. Uh, special guest along with myself will be uh, Sam Kojo from Kojo's Trick Lab, mm-hmm. uh, Steve Tirado, pioneer and legend here from LA, and uh, this guy named Michael Guthrie. I don't know. Uh, who's that yeah, guy? I don't know. I don't know. The goddamn goat. So, <laughs> 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 no, it's good company to be in. And yeah, I'm excited because, like, um, the guy who runs the event, you know, he runs Pike's Peace Tricking on Instagram and stuff. He yeah. just has like a cool, unique perspective. Like, he just wants people to come out and throw down like different type of combos and style yeah, and be styles. creative and stuff. So, yeah, Trick Different Four. If you get a chance, come through Colorado Springs in April. Colorado. Yeah. All right. Yeah, Dope. Yeah, yeah, maybe yeah. if I'm free, I can maybe slide in. I'm going to be in Colorado for uh, April 20th that weekend. You know? Okay. Yeah. Mm, I like Colorado. 
I do like Colorado. That was a message for those out there that got it. Yeah. All right, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> Man. So what's crazy was, um, like, I never scripted any of these episodes. Um, like, I never want to script it. People ask, uh, I know a lot of people have asked me, like, do you pre-send the guest questions? Mm-hmm. Hell no. We just go straight off the top here because I just wanted to be I real know nothing. organic. He wants I wanted... to catch me off guard. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, yeah. I just want to embarrass people. But no, one of the things that I was thinking about before you came here was, like, Man, what have what have we worked on? Like, what projects have we done? Oh, and, uh, yeah. At first, it was hard for me to start thinking of them, and then I was like, "Damn, we've actually done a lot of projects together." It's crazy. We have. What was the first one that we did? First one that we did. It's, was it? Um, was it? I think the first one that we did went all the way back to uh, maybe like the indie stuff, like the hunt. On, yeah, I think it was the hunt. <laughs> I think it was that. It yeah, was yeah, the yeah. hunt. It was the hunt. I no, so. no, no, Hasbro. Oh, wait, what was Hasbro? Me and Sammy Vasquez were ninjas oh, that you choreographed us choreographed to do a, a thing, a, a toy show. show. Mattel yeah. toy show. Holy crap. It was Mattel, that's yeah. right, not Hasbro. It's for a huge Mattel toy show. I just recently did a... You just did a commercial. Can I say it? Can I say it? Yeah, I can say it, because it's public knowledge that they got taken over. But yeah, I just coordinated the uh, latest round of commercials for Power Rangers, Ooh. because it's the first time in their history that Hasbro's making their toys. That's sick. That's so. the first time. That's big. It, yeah, it was cool. It was a it was a hectic process. We shot nine commercials in one day. Yeah, nine wow. spots, nine spots. Any of you out there that are in the industry, imagine doing nine spots in one day. All kid talent. All kid. <laughs> Luckily, like they were super talented. I even had a couple of kids that uh, go to jam. Oh, so that's it was dope. awesome. You know, that, that's, um, it that was really helps. cool. And I had a uh, my chat son. So, oh, nice. Yeah, so I mean, super talented. I was able to say like, I need you to swing the sword for this many beats. Mm-hmm. Was like, oh, so, I got you. Yeah, man. So that's crazy. So I mean, before we start on all the things that we've done, flashback to I think the first time I met you was when you came to visit LA. Yes. So you're was like, this? this is like 2009. No, 2000? this is 2008. Oh, it's 2008. 2008. Uh, it was the summer of, two o- of 08. Dang. And I was like, I'm going to go see what LA is about. I'm supposed to be there for two weeks. And I'm st- I-, I had ranged up that, like I would say, at my, my big homie who was helping me with my dad's stuff in New York. He was like, you can stay at my place because I'm, I'm in New York at the time. You can stay out there. I was like, okay, cool. He ended up having a whole bunch of other people around. So it kind of like made it really awkward and hard for me to live there. And I had met you at Jam one night, and we were just White Lotus. Then at, no, oh yeah, that's right. White it was White Lotus. Lo- duh, White yeah. Lotus. <laughs> how, how? What? People forget. Yeah, yeah. Yo, White Lotus. White Lotus. I'd never forget because I remember seeing uh, one of El Dente's videos. Yeah, yeah. Dustin Shepard. Dustin Shepard. Shout out um, of Anise, Danny, Jeremy, Luke Broadlick. Yeah. Uh, everybody was out there just tricking and it was like oh this is where you gotta go so i went to check it out i was like okay cool i'm gonna go and you were luckily there and um anise and none of those guys were there that night (laughs) yeah (laughs) they were not there that night i know it started becoming a thing where people expected them to be there. yeah i was like oh he's gonna be there right and and uh you were like hey man like where you from you asked all these questions you're super open and, and warm and was like hey i'll let you here we'll exchange numbers i'll let you know the next time they come to the session and so that way you can be there. I'm like, oh, bet. Cool. Yeah. So I ended up, I was there every day after that. Didn't matter. But yeah, I was just yeah, there every just day. Training, I yeah. was there to do it. And uh, we got we got cooler and closer. And you brought me to your place one night. And Anise is sitting on your couch. <laughs> and I'm like, oh. <laughs> He's like, yeah, this is my friend. And I'm like, oh, okay. This is it's like that. That's dope. Um, fast forward, like two weeks go by. And I don't want to leave. Yeah. And you're like, hey, it's cool. You can, like, crash on the couch. I was like, okay. And I called the airline, and they let me, at the time, just change the date of my flight. Yeah. And I just kept pushing it and pushing it, and you probably got sick of me. And <laughs> It's it's not as crazy a story as when I first met Daniel Graham. But I'll, oh, I'll, I can I'll, imagine. I'm going to save that one. Yeah, you have to. <laughs> That's a good that one. one. That's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> my first meeting with Daniel Graham is a good one. <laughs> That's a good one, too. <laughs> um, that man has, so much, has such an effect on my life yeah. and on everybody's life that he interacts with. It's impressive. Yeah. Um, you just... After that trip, I was like, well, I'm coming back and I'm going to live here. And fast forward 2009, summer of 2009. You moved down, yeah. What were you doing back home? Were you working or you just... Yeah, I was... uh, My mom was giving me a whole bunch of lack because she was like, you're not working. You need to get a job. And every time she would say that, I got like a, a thing from a little show that I did. So I was like dancing behind 
at one point this artist named Jason Fox. And that would give me a little, that would give me like a hundred bucks, 200 bucks on the weekend. Yeah, yeah. Easy stuff, nothing crazy. And then um, I was also a part of a contemporary dance company that did shows seasonally. And usually our shows are during Christmas. Okay. Um, but at somehow, luckily, he got, ex- he, he, they were doing like some, a tour. So I got to go to Boston, got to do all that stuff. I worked on like one Chris Brown music video, no, two Chris Brown music videos by that time. Okay. Um, I was hustling. I was out there, you know, do, yeah, yeah. doing doing a little thing, trying to make some cash and not get into too much trouble yeah, being yeah. in the hood. Um, I think then uh, I was in Boston doing a show, and Chris had hit me up. I was like, yo, I want you to be my dancer. For, uh, to go on to tour, go on tour. Or, yeah, yeah. He yeah. was, for, he was like, I want you. I want to do the yet. This is when the yet three times music video was about to get done. He was like, yeah. Yo, I want you to get the guys, get Danny, get Anise, get Jeremy, get all the boys, get Travis, get Kyle. I want everybody. I was like, Cool. I can't be there. <laughs> He's like, What? What's going on? I was like, I'm in doing the show in Boston right now. He's like, Oh, cool. No worries. I still want you to be my dancer on tour. I was like, Okay, cool, perfect. So I was like, yo, I, I hit up Kyle, I hit up Danny. I was like, yo, guys, because at the time we were about to be, we were all talking to each other because me, Kyle, Rudy Raynon, and Danny Graham were originally all moving together. Yeah, yeah. Into, North in, in North Hollywood yeah. behind uh, where XMA headquarters used to be. And it, it was like, okay, yo, you guys want to do this music video? They're like, yeah, of course. I was like, cool. Boom. Here's the, here's the contact. Da, 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 set it up. Boom. Get back. To, I get to LA after doing the Boston stuff. They already done the music video. Looks amazing. They did a great job. And now I'm gonna be Chris Brown's dancer. And I'm like, okay, this is dope. I'm a, We're gonna do this. We go to the first rehearsal. Canceled. Oh damn. Canceled. The show or the tour? The. The whole rehe- everything as of now, we don't know what the fuck is gonna happen. Okay, okay, right? yeah. We were like, are, are like, is it, are we doing this? What's going on? He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It took a month, and then rehearsal started. Okay, okay. We finally, we finally start getting into yeah. it. Yeah. The whole time I wasn't getting paid. I was gonna say it's scary times when you're broke. Yo, when you're first starting out. Yeah, broke. Luckily, there's four of us in a two bedroom apartment. Yeah, oh, I know. <laughs> I know these days. <laughs> we talked about the these hustle. Days. Um. It's funny, I always make the joke that uh, me and Danny had to share the same room, and there was only one bed at the time, and I always had to be Lil Spoon. (laughs) (laughs) People don't realize, man. You did did whatever you could, and the cool thing is that trickers were that cool with one another that was like whatever like nah, it's just cool man like we're, we all drive our cars now yeah like danny just bought his second house Jeez. Like, yeah, it, it's, everybody's in cool. everybody in that apartment complex is like booming yeah no, it's awesome. jeremy marinas was in there yeah um matt emig, matt emig nikki stanley caitlin deshell mark Nazado, yeah. jake strickland uh anise was there for a little bit yeah, anise yeah. showed up there was a lot of people in that little complex. It Yo, was crazy. Yeah. It was the most popping. Best time to go to the jam. It was crazy. Best yeah, yeah. time. Yeah, it was wild times back then. So so what happened with that tour? Did you actually go on tour? We ended up going on tour. When, was, when's this? This is like 2009? It's 2009, September. Okay. Um, okay. I, it, end of September, we started rehearsal. The show that we were going to do was going to be Thanksgiving around Thanksgiving time okay. uh, in Georgia. So we did all the rehearsal. I had to learn all the dances. Uh, from square one, then learn all, then learn the show. Yeah, yeah, which was pretty hectic at the time, especially for me, surrounded by a bunch of people who are amazing. Yeah, I mean yeah. that the group that time you had Randy Kemper, okay, who's been dancing her whole life. Yeah, yeah. You have Hefaleka. Yeah, you had Twitter, who is like prodigy child. Yeah, totally, totally. Uh, Timor. Yep. Who just got off of being on the This Is It tour. Uh, Kento Mori, who yep, just got of off course. of being Madonna. I forgot about Kento. Yeah, yeah, totally. And I'm just some kid from New York. Yeah, those are some industry dancers. Yeah. Those are like staples that were like, they would get booked on all the videos, get booked yep. on all the They did all, all the, the work. Yeah, yeah, you call totally. them, they're, yeah. if, more than likely you're lucky if they say yes. Because yeah, it's, they're always working. It, yeah. So I'm dealing, I'm, I'm in the room with them. And then you got Rich and Tone looking at me. <laughs> 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 and they're like, what? Stuff are we dealing with? Right yeah, now? yeah. Shout out to Richard Tony. Richard, yo, they, for real. They, they, they taught me. I had to. I had to learn. Like, it's different. Like, they a huge misconception, um, but it's also true that a lot of people higher up believe about dance, professional dancers. Like, oh, you do this in the club for free. 
Yeah. And I'm like, I would do the dancing part, but there's more, there's way more to it. The, the, there's a performance aspect to it. There's movement on stage or stage presence. You have to know where you're going, when you're going. You have to get out of your clothes fast enough, get into the other clothes yeah, yeah. quickly. You have to know what happens if there's an audible. Like your pants might fall halfway through the dance. And you gotta pick them up, and you still keep going. So there's a whole like idea of like the show goes on and on. You just keep you 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 have to be able to roll with it quickly. Yeah, so yeah. that's the hard work. Yeah, that's li- the instrument. Live, sh- live shows are crazy. It's yeah. it's wild. So, but crazy. the energy is like the best. Yeah, yeah. It's you can't so replicate yo that, yeah. no, I don't, I haven't been able to find that, but it's cool. It's so like I got to live that. That's a that's a super cool experience. Yeah. So how long did you guys tour for? Uh, three years. Dang. Yeah. Yeah, that's a while. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Totally Went to Australia that. like twice for like two months at a time. Okay. Did US, gone to Africa. Uh, where else did we go? Australia again, uh, Canada. Like, I got this. I, that was like my college. Yeah, you got to do that. You got to do all the award shows. Yep, all, all the, the award shows. Yeah. I was there when he got his Grammy. Yeah. That was pretty cool. That's cool. That's I cool. was like, yeah, fine. That's, that's dope. Yeah, that's pretty dope. And CB is super talented, man. I know he's got like a lot of people are on the fence about him in a lot of ways, mm-hmm. but like, love him or hate him. This guy's so talented. Yeah, he's, you have to respect he's, that. He's broken so many records as far as music is concerned, especially in like a streaming era that we're in right now. Yep. The amount of views and sales that he still generates is absolutely incredible. <laughs> Incredible. Dude, dude is, yeah, you can't deny talent. And not to mention, he is a raw athlete. Super raw. Super raw athlete. The dude can play basketball. He can tumble. Yep. He can trick. Yep. Um, he for can. those of you out there, like, Chris Brown can legit trick. Like, yeah, he can. Yeah, He, he can actually trick. really can not, trick. Not just, like, throw a backflip. Like, he could throw some combos if he needed to. Mm-hmm. And, and, yeah, we, we got to do a music video for him. Yeah, um, we did. We got to fine choreograph. By me. Yeah, Fine By Me. That was which, a lot uh, of fun. Check that out online. Fine By Me is, like, a it's like a four and a half music fight scene music video yeah. where yeah. Chris fights, like, four different, five different bosses. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's pretty, pretty cool. sick. It's cool. It was a cool, fun set. Yeah, he that pulled that awesome. off. Yeah, he did a good job. Like, yeah, I was yeah. like, okay, and he did that four a.m. No big yeah, deal. I mean, he did make you do the uh, the cork though. He did because he was tired. Yo, <laughs> we were all tired. That was a crazy shoot. <laughs> all right, we can talk about this one for a little. Bit. <laughs> <laughs> so the so this is just so people can get a little perspective into like how shoots can go. Yeah, um, we had a twelve p.m. call time. Yep, no eleven. We had 11, 11 a.m. call 11 time. We had 11 a.m. call time. And what was interesting about this job was during this time of this music video, Guy and I were also, at the same time, we were working on a movie called FSB yes. 3D um, with Blur Studios, the guys that did Deadpool. Um, yeah, shouts to them. Darren, you're the man. Yeah, so we were doing, we were helping design the final action scene for like this gigantic movie in China. And we had to work there the next day at 7 a.m. Yeah, think, we had like a 7 a.m. We had call like a time. 7 or 8 a.m. call time to be there for that In movie. Marina Del Rey. Yeah, in Marina Del Rey. So we're like, okay, if we have an 11 a.m. call time for the music video, we'll probably be done at like 11 p.m. And then we can just get a little sleep, go to the, go to the shoot. We had an 11 a.m. call time. We did not do our first shot until midnight. Yep. We were there for 13 hours, kind of just chilling. And uh, going through different wardrobe changes for our performers, yep. and uh, waiting for contracts, waiting for stuff to go through, yep. and just a bunch of waiting. So, long story short, we get into there at midnight to start shooting a music video that, in our minds, was going to take twelve hours minimum yep. for all these fight scenes. And we look at them and we're like, "Guys, we have another job. We have to be out of here at six at the latest." So we literally just ran, just ran took it. over the set, and just ran and just. Tried to pop off the entire thing in six hours with no breaks. And we kind of did. We did. We kind of did that. Yeah, we kind of did. Like, I would have got a couple of different of angles on certain gags here Absolutely. and there. But, um, but watch that music video and then think about it getting done in six hours. It's That's insane. Yeah. Insane. We were, yeah, we, we we're kind of a good team, yeah, huh? Never a dull day. That was pretty cool. Man, it's crazy. We've done a... And then we finished, then we, we finished the Then we the went into job. the Chinese movie. And we were they dead, loved us. though. We were dead asleep, though. But oh that scene gosh. is incredible. Yeah. Um, that movie is interesting. It is very interesting. Um, but the, but, uh, but that scene's incredible. Yeah, it's in my reel. I'll have to put that up sometime. Yeah. We've done a, we've done a lot of stuff, though, after, um... After that, I mean, yeah. what else have we, we done did besides Pacific that? Rim too. We did Pacific Rim Uprising. Yep. We helped work on some of the uh, robot, cor- yeah, some of the robot fight scenes. Fights. Yeah. Um, we did the first purge. Yes, we did. We flew to Buffalo, New York, and Guy was one of the doubles, and I, I was, was on it. 
We also did Doctor Strange. We did Doctor Strange together. Where Guy was one of the lead doubles, and I helped yep. choreograph some of the fights. That was fun. Um, that was cool. Shout out to Tom Harper. Hell yeah, Tom. Yeah, shout out to Tom Harper, who is uh, instrumental in a lot of our careers. Absolutely. And, uh, and then that's like a great segue, to be honest with you. God yeah. damn, I just set it that's, up like... He, ah, it was, that was, that was a beautiful, beautiful segue. I'm going to pat myself on the back. I didn't even think about it. But yeah, shout out to Tom Harper, man. He's a stunt coordinator that gave me a lot of big breaks. He even um, gave Paul. Paul's first movie run was Jungle Book with myself. Yep. My so, first. My first. Yeah. And that's what I was going to say. He gave you your first run on yep. Captain America Winter, Winter Soldier. Soldier. He gave yeah. me my first shot. He gave my first shot in general. Really? He's the dude that was like, okay. We'll give him a we'll 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 let it, he had to give the okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean to, to put you on the N D team. Yeah, to put me on the N D yeah. team. And it started with, you know, having doing YouTube doing the hunt. Yeah. Doing um other YouTube videos, working with people like Vlad Rimberg and Man, uh Manny Manzanares, uh and Thousand Pounds. So I and, and being at White Lotus and training with Aaron Tony and James Young and Chris Brewster, these guys were already working on the job, and they're they're like they choreographed a, a certain fight scene, and they had a gag where a guy had to do like a Hong Kong over a four foot high railing into glass, and like who can do it that high in such a small space? And like oh, we have a kid, <laughs> and they show him a video. He's like, mm, tell him to send me some pictures, and we send him some pictures. He's like, okay, try to look as old as possible, and I'm like, okay, uh, what is this for? What is is for don't tell me don't tell me anything i'm like okay um okay all right waiting 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 boom hey can you come in for rehearsal this is for captain america winter soldier tight super i was like this is sick i kind of had an idea already of what it was but nobody was telling me what was up and that was cool um tommy continued to keep giving me opportunities yeah from that like i didn't really know any any other coordinators, especially being somebody who doesn't, who who's coming into this brand new and coming from being a dancer. Yeah, which is different for people out there, and we've touched on it before. In dancing, there are auditions and open calls and castings. In stunts, there's no such thing. You get hired off direct bookings, hoping that coordinators know who you are or they need you to fulfill a certain role or stunt double. Exactly. You know? So, so once you once you get hired by these coordinators, especially. That's why I made it such a big deal about shouting Tom out. Is like for them to take a chance on someone and hire them for multiple months at a time, put that much money in our pockets, and at the same time, like be a representative of their reputation. Yeah, it's it's a big it's a big deal. Huge. So, so it's yeah. huge, and I'm so grateful for it. Yeah, shout out to Tom, man. He's been so good to all of our careers yeah. in this room. All of us in Yo. this room. It's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> all of us in this room have worked oh, in tons. You know, because we, of Tom. It's actually pretty cool because. Um, we got to give him a really cool gift at the end of Guardians 2, Guardians of the Galaxy 2. That was like, oh, this is dope. We got him the plane that his father used to fly. That's cool. I mean, it costs a lot, but we yeah. bought him a plane. That's cool, man. <laughs> That's like, cool, He's yeah. like, you are good for the rest of your career with yeah. me. I'm like, cool. I'm chilling. Because yeah, that, that awesome. hurt. <laughs> yeah. Dude, that's awesome, man. It's invaluable, though, like what, what he's done for all of our careers and stuff, you know? Oh, yeah. And not only um, is it like a money perspective, but it's like getting on these big movies like Captain America gives you the opportunity to gain invaluable experience. Yes. Um, there's like a big difference, and this is not to downplay television in any means, mm-hmm. but in my opinion and in my personal experience, there's a big difference between television stunts and feature film stunts in the sense that television you have to shoot so fast episodically sometimes you only have you know anywhere from a week to a couple weeks to cover an episode unless you're like game of thrones yeah um whereas a feature you have prep time before the movie you shoot the movie over the course of anywhere from you know a month to a year you know so um yeah some of the gags that i've done in features are just insane because because the amount of time you have to set it up i did a movie on gi joe we had an entire unit where we only did wire work for three and a half months and it was only for a nine minute movie a segment in the movie that's all i did i didn't do a single other part of the movie i was only in this one wire work scene and we did it for five six days a week six days a week for three three and a half months so yeah yeah it's stuff that like they just wouldn't allow you to do in tv world yeah you don't have that time so yeah so jumping into the feature world is so crazy because you're going from these indie fight scenes um, straight into features for shoot that that we shoot on like a canon 5d and then you're getting dropped into uh captain america winter soldier which to this date is credited as one of like the biggest uh action movies in the last decade i think it's number four yeah in, in their uh successful box office 
or something yeah, like that. Yeah, totally. And even just from like a perspective of uh, its impact upon the action world. Oh, yeah. It pretty much just is a, is a kind of the standpoint and the marker of where Marvel kind of changed its cinematic approach to oh, action. Oh, yeah. You know? They're like, oh, cool. This is yeah. what we like this. So yeah. we're going to, they found something that they liked finally. Yeah. Shout out to, Shout out to James Young also. James Young. He's a little know? involved in that. Yeah. But um, I've, so, I mean, so before you did this, you were doing indie fights. Paul, can you pull up the video of the hunt stuff? Let's try to see this. Oh, goodness. Because what's crazy about um, about your journey, like you said, was you got that call from Tom. But before that, all you had been doing were things like these, which, yeah. were, uh, which were videos. And this is, um, this is part of a series that actually I helped produce along yep. with Sam Parham. Sam Parham. So Sam's been a guest on here. Sam's also a host of the Jam Breakdown sometimes. Yep. Uh, we got some money from a YouTube channel called Flow, and they basically told us that we could uh, put together content. And one of the things I did was contacted Vlad Rimberg, who's been a buddy of mine since high school. He's now uh, second unit directing. Yeah. And he's fight coordinating tons of shows. Yeah, he's doing great. And he's teaching a workshop at Jam next Thursday, March 28th, from 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. I will be there. <laughs> I will be there. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, no. So we did the series. It was like, what, eight to ten episodes long. Yep. And Guy was one of the stars of it, along with Jimmy Choo. Yep. And, it was uh, mainly Jimmy Choo. Yeah, it was, but but you had a you had a you had a major fight scene against him, and this episode is basically your fight scene. Yeah, this is like really funny because this is basically a goddamn demo reel. It's just basically you uh, destroying these poor dudes. Yep, that's like, exactly what Vlad said this was going to be for me. He's yeah. like, "This is your demo reel." They just look like putties, like you know, it's basically poor just Power guys. Rangers all over the place. Poor. Who are these guys out here getting smoked uh, that didn't get FaceTime like Alex? <laughs> <laughs> Noah Fleather, uh, Jatan, J- J- Master, Master J, J. Uh, Jimmy Chu. Oh no way! Jimmy's one of Jimmy's them. Jimmy's one of them. Damn. Hey man, we did whatever we could. We're yeah, we're just Matt Emig. Everyone was stoked to just get a little bit of money for these. Yep. Know? It was. It helped. This helped people eat for a while. Jimmy told me that. You yeah. Know? I was able to give guys a couple hundred dollars for these episodes, and uh, it was the best. I was like, "Cool, I want to shoot all the episodes." It's crazy times. <laughs> yeah, it had me doing everything, and it's so hot out there right now, and the ground is the shit is so oh. bad. And Vlad's like, "Yeah, do this, do this, and this." I'm like, "Okay." And then I'm trying to impress him, so I'm like, "Oh, I could do this and this and this." And he's like, "Do it five times, fifteen times, ten times." Yeah, working with Vlad is an experience. Yes, it is. You definitely have to be. Able but you to learn that you can do it, man. Yeah, you learn. Yeah, yeah. You, you're like, hey, I, if I was able to do it fifteen times, fifteen takes of the same fall. Yeah, I should. I should be unfazed. And you got to push. If I yeah. do it seven times on set. So what's your martial arts background? Because obviously we're seeing some insane kicks and stuff in here. I know a little TKD. Yeah, I did Taekwondo growing up as a kid. Um, okay, that was my first introduction to martial arts okay uh outside of bruce lee uh i was one of those kids that picked it up really fast and was like super focused on it totally to the point where i was like all right cool i'm gonna be in the olympics i'm gonna be bruce lee i'm gonna be that guy and i get like this close not this close but this close and i blow my knee out damn okay and at the time there's a whole bunch of stuff going on and i'm only 16 17 years old and it's like heartbreaking. Yeah. What yeah, are you What are you gonna do? Well, of course I can go. I can come back, but it wasn't the same. Yeah. yeah. And luckily, I had a mother who was down to really look out for me because at one point my family wasn't talking to me, and that was like one of the hardest things dealing with, and that anger and that chip on your shoulder, that that walking around New York like that. You know, like I could have been or damn it, I was so close and I was just there. I was just there. I got to start all over again type stuff. And it, 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 was a, it was a great learning experience because it taught me that it's okay to start from the beginning. Yeah, It's yeah. perfectly fine. Being a beginner, being a white belt is probably one of the best things you could possibly do for yourself that I've come to learn. And I have somehow repeatedly done that with myself. Mm-hmm. Um Taekwondo, trying to have a career as that, didn't work out. That's okay. I got to a high enough level. Now I'm going to do the next thing. It became dancing. Started with street dancing, battling, to professional dancing, from professional dancing and tricking to being a stunt guy. Yeah. And you have to start from the beginning each time yeah, to totally. an extent. Like I had to do these videos. Yep, totally. And these videos were great because, one, it put a little bit of money in my pocket. 
Two, it gave me all the practice. Yeah. All of the practice. And three, it got people seeing me. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah, people totally. watch YouTube videos. hundred percent, man. People watch yeah, it. And it's something that people be like, oh, check this out. This kid. And like, oh, dope. I've seen what he can. I see, I see what he's capable of doing. Yeah, yeah. You know? And that was like the biggest, like, you just have to be willing to do that over and over again. Show yeah. people what's up. For a long time, I know you guys were just doing indie fights all the time on weekends, out there in the Every park. Every weekend in the park. Fun. It's crazy. James actually helped me make my first stunt reel. He, Dax, and, well, I can't, and Matt Emig. Okay. We were at NoHo Park, and we were just shooting little quick segments. He was like, hey, you need like some hand stuff. you doing some combinations with hand work. I'm like, okay, cool. Do a combination with hand work that he, that he created. Some Wing Chun or Jeet Kune Do type stuff with yeah. a back fist at the end of it. Totally. And then do some reactions. Do a backfall. Do a Sayuchi. Slam into this reel. Have get thrown into it again. And do a Hong Kong. That reel got Vlad to be like, okay, I'll shoot with you. Yeah. Yeah. That's funny. <laughs> That's funny. It's like, okay, it's good enough. I'll yeah, yeah, that yeah. Hong Kong spin, I want you to do that for me. Yo, by the way, please, rem- re- both of you, please remind me to tell you something when we finish this episode. Okay. Just say Vlad and then just remind me. Okay. Okay. Cool. Can't talk about it yet, guys. <laughs> Goddamn. It's fingers crazy. Crossed. All it's the crazy. It's it's as crazy. It's it's crazy as something that I had you both involved in with me before. Ooh, on a previous. Okay. Oh, everyone's smiling exactly. in this room now. I know exactly. It's something something similar. Yeah. yeah. So. Anyways, back to this episode. Dun, dun, dun. ND. Um, so yeah. So so yeah, man. So you did Taekwondo. All these indie fights. Yeah. You get the call from Tom Harper, so you start on Captain America. Yeah. And um. On that movie, what were you? You were a strike agent or? Yeah, Rumlow strike agent. Okay. In winter. So, oh, I had my first time dealing with heights, and I don't like heights. <laughs> so we finished the elevator fight scene, which is the first thing that shot. I'm glad you didn't protection. say water. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> we were, to be fair, was on a boat. And, um, and to, to be fair, my business partner, Aaron Tony, who owns Jam, got his start as a water guy. So Yeah. So we break the, on, we break yeah, it every yeah, now and then. Um, we we just finished and Casey O'Neill walks up to me. He's the assistant coordinator and he's like, "Hey, how do you feel about heights?" I'm like, "Heights? What do you mean?" He's like, "Have you ever?" I was like, "I haven't." He's like, "Would you? Are you okay with them?" I'm like, "Yeah." What? He's like, "Are you sure?" I'm like, "Yeah." I don't know what I'm walking into. Yeah, of I'm course. just saying yeah because like yeah. Yeah, and like, you're getting asked on a job. I'm getting asked on a job. K- Casey O'Neill is Tom Cruise's stunt double. Yeah, like I'm not. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say no to this man. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I'll do whatever you tell me to do, yeah, sir. Exactly. I may not like it, but I will do whatever you tell yeah. me. And he's like, okay, cool. And that extended me to working even longer, and then extended me again and again. And I just remember being up there. <laughs> and it's the second unit and Andy Gill is coordinating us when we're rehearsing it and I'm next to uh, Holland Diaz and uh, Melendi Brandon right? Melendi Brandon yeah, yeah. Melendi yeah yeah and Holland is like Spider-Man he put him on the line he's the most well, he, he was he was a Spider-Man he was double. Spider-Man yeah he was he a was Spider-Man also, he was double. Spider-Man then too totally so yeah. he had already been Spider-Man so he he, he looks great yeah. Melendi he's a little bit more in the business than I am he's at least dealt with rock climbing and stuff he's totally he, he rigs himself yeah, yeah he rigs himself yeah, he's yeah, like yeah. oh yeah you just hitch that in and you put it into the gold tail perfect yeah. and I'm like oh what's all this stuff <laughs> I'm looking up and it looks like you know sacred geometry and <laughs> they uh, they're, we're each testing one jump at a time and I'm stiff as a board like I'm, I'm going down like this yeah, the first yeah, couple yeah, times you're not performing I'm like oh god I'm not performing at all <laughs> and the second director is under us watching because he just showed up and he's like, hey, who's that kid in the middle? <laughs> and I'm like, oh, that's Guy. He's like, he's horrible. <laughs> Tell him to work harder. And I was like, oh, my God, how am I going to do it? We On the night, we shot it like at least 150 times. Yeah. By, by number 75, I started performing. <laughs> I started feeling real comfortable. But that was, that was my first time dealing with height. And now almost every job I double somebody they always make me do something with heights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I hate heights. Yeah, but I'm okay. But you know, you just do it. It's yeah. fine. You do it and you trust the system and yes. you trust the people you're working with. Exactly. Because they're good, you know. It, yeah. it, and it's really just the feeling that naturally your body is, does not want you to jump off of a building. Oh, totally. Naturally. Yeah. Totally. Especially if there's concrete, 
I mean, if it's pudding, fine. If you're jumping into a huge thing of pudding, yeah, yeah, whatever. Okay, I know I'm not gonna die. We're, but you're you're literally looking down at concrete, and and you're on a wire that is like is it's like the size of your sh- I don't know, like the size of this on my pants, man. Yeah, like that's why that's what's tying you in on a wire. Oh, I know, bro. When when we did that that scene on GI Joe, I'm telling you about. Mm-hmm. We're we're like fighting on a mountain face. So they, if you've seen the behind the scenes yeah. the green screen, that was like, it was massive, like 100, 200 feet long. There's no way you can cover the ground with that many mats, especially because nope. they're driving cable cars underneath. Exactly. So we have no mats underneath us, and we're doing all these wire gags. And uh, I went to the hospital twice on that movie, yes, which already made me gun shy already. <laughs> I was already like that made me that made I, me yeah. gun shy because yeah. you were doing this before I even got yeah. in. I, I've been to the ER a few times, and that that movie I. Uh, I pushed the limits on that one. Um, but I remember one distinct day we were watching a bag test. And for those of you that don't know what that is, when, when you do wire rigging, before you put humans on the line, you put a sand, you put a, a sandbag or a bag that replicates the same weight mm-hmm. as the person that's going to ride it. So you can kind of get an idea of how the system's going to work. Yep. And I remember the sandbag was put on top of a rope. And all it had to do was it was going to start at the top of the mountain. And we're just going to bring it in and decel into into the cliff. Yeah. And they were like, all right, guys, we want you guys to come watch this bag test. All right, ready? And action. And they took off from the top from 40 feet high, and it hit the ground. <laughs> yeah, you. <laughs> and we all looked at each other, and we were like, uh, yeah, who's next? Like, <laughs> and I just went and was going. And, and, and fortunately at the time, me and Aaron, uh, Aaron Tony, my co-owner of Jam, had been doing so many of the other gags that uh, shout out to Kerry Wong. He was like, you know what? I haven't been doing a lot of stuff. I'll take it, guys. <laughs> yo, Carrie Wong is like, le- yo, bless you, brother. We just saw a sandbag hit the ground from 40 feet. <laughs> and you're going to be like, okay, I'll do it. I'm next. Yeah. And I remember uh, we rolled on the take, and I'll never forget. It's, they were like, ready? Three, two, one, action. And as soon as they yelled action, the whole time he went, oh, I'm okay. Yeah. Oh, That's the literally the feeling. He, yeah. he vocalized exactly how it feels the whole way down. I was dying laughing. Yeah, I'll never forget that story. It's still good. <laughs> That's a great story. Yeah, it was so good. So uh, after you finish uh, working on Winter Soldier, yep. um, what's the next major film that you do? The, uh, I On Winter Soldier, I meet Phil Silvera. Okay. Who brings me into the blur? I just worked with world. Phil a week ago. You did? Yeah. Is he good? Yeah, it was I cool. haven't seen him in yeah, a while. It was cool. That's good. Hell yeah. He So he's, he's the next guy to be like, hey, I'm gonna give you a shot. I'm gonna hook you up, and he kind of pulls me under his wing and is like, "I'm gonna show you all these things." He pulls me into Thor, uh, the Dark World. Okay, and we do the motion capture for the opening sequence. For the intro scene, the which intro is one of my scene. favorites. I told which him this. It's, it's it's actually probably a good intro yeah. scene, even though it's the exact same thing, same style of storytelling that they did in the first film. I would say that the intro of the second film is better than the first. Yeah, intro. and I told Phil, I was like, "It's one of the best scenes." Yeah, yeah it was cool. great. It's cool. It was really cool, and so he he puts me in on that and. Now I'm learning about the motion capture world. Yeah, yeah. And that's really cool. I'm like, oh, so you mean like I can do everything and you guys can pace a character on me? They, they can only put you as high as the ceiling in there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and at the time, it was just cause. It was yeah. ru- run by Ruben Langdon. So Langen. those are tiny ceilings. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, all right. All right, this is yeah. perfect. Can't get higher than this. Then nope. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so he, he puts me on and for a while, I, I, I transfer from doing movie stuff to kind of just trying to survive and at the time i think i was living on some couches uh ryan potter actually Mm. he and his mother were like you don't need to be living in your car you can come stay with us and live on, on our couch in the back back room i'm like thank you so much and that time allowed that just them being able to do that just allowed me to keep pushing forward because I was about to move back to New York. I was like, I, there's nothing I can do. I did all these jobs. I, I worked on this. I worked on that. But I can't even get a place. Yeah. Like, Shout out to Ryan Potter. Yo, for yeah, real. I've, I actually was Ryan Potter's double for a you lot were. of my career. Yeah, I was so. kind of jealous when I got to see you guys eating poke together. My man took me to Hawaii. I've doubled him a lot of shows. But he's currently a Beast Boy yes, on DC's Titans. So shout out to Ryan shout Potter. Shout out to Ryan. All right. Um, unpopular opinion. I think he should be Robin. Uh, he should be Robin. I think he should. He should be Robin. Um, even though I like, I actually like the kid that they have. He's cool. He's he trains really hard. He's at he's at jam every every day now. I've cool. seen him sit, okay. coming up to shoot, learning from Brendan the choreography. Cool, cool. He's putting it in. Um, but yeah, so he they they helped me out 
James puts me on with Chris Carnell to do a film called The Veil, which is on Netflix. Yep. And that's two months. And with that alone, I was able to get my my, my own place. Yeah, finally. Yeah, totally. Finally was able to do that and give my thanks and all that stuff like that. And um, I guess the next big thing that I worked on was the reshoots of Guardians of the Galaxy. That was really fun. Another Tom Harper. Another Tom Harper. Yeah, shout out, yeah. Another Tom Harper. Um, wait, actually, I skipped one. I did Step Up. Oh, yeah. I did Step, step Up in, in between. Four, right? All in. Yeah, yeah. I also did 3D, but I was like a featured dancer in, yeah, in New yeah. York because it was in New York. And I was like, whatever, I want to try. I did 3D. Yes, you did. Yeah, yeah. We were in the same movie. It's the without, first time, yeah. <laughs> you get the same. I was actually the first time a Tricker was credited in a feature film. Yep. So shout out to uh, you Luke, and Luke Brodlick. Me and Luke Brodlick, yeah. That's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. Shout out to John Chu. He's an awesome John guy. Chu is great. Yeah. He's grown so much. That, oh, that guy good. is awesome. Good yeah, yeah. good work. Um, so I did, I did Step Up, uh, then did The Veil. Then got to do Guardians reshoots, and Dope. it started to climb up and up and up, and I'm starting to do stuff. I'm starting to work on little things here, little things there. I get my first doubling gig, um, and I hear about the auditions through James that they're possibly auditioning doubles for Civil War, for yes. the next Captain America film. He's like, I can't tell you what's it for, but I know that Sam is the coordinator. He knows who you are. I'm like, okay, cool. I'm like, all right. At the time, me and James live literally right across the courtyard from yeah, one another. At the apartment. At the apartment. Woodman. Off right? of Woodman. Yeah, 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 yeah. totally. So he's on the first floor. I'm on the third floor. And yeah. I can look straight down into his uh, living room. And he hits me up one day. He's like, hey, uh, you're, you're in for an audition. Uh, can you show up at 8711 at 11 a.m.? I'm like, okay, I will be there. I get there. Uh, Justin Eaton's there. Danny Graham's there. Anissa's there. Jeremy's there. All the dope guys. I'm like, okay, well, what what am I going to do? Yeah. Because I can't, like, honestly, in my opinion, I don't trick better than any of those three. No, yeah, no one, not many people. I don't think anybody, yeah, yeah. I, in, in my opinion, I'm es- like. Especially for film fighting tricking. Yes. Yeah. I'm like, I, I, I'm not going to be able to do that. That's not going to be how I'm going to stand out. So they're like, they tell us what it is. They're like, okay, so this is Civil War. We want you to be, they, they point at Danny, you'll be Iron Man. You'll be uh, Captain America. You'll be, uh, and they point at me, you'll be Black Panther. I was like, <gasps> Black Panther? What, what do you mean Black Panther? Yeah, yeah. In my head, I'm going crazy. Because this is the first introduction in the this world. Is, this is the first yeah. introduction. They're like, all right, let's see what you, they, they give us some choreography. And I'm like, okay, cool. The thing that I'm going to do is I'm going to perform. I'm going to, I'm going to act like I have claws. I'm going to do all the stances. I'm going to do everything that I think Black Panther would look like. And I think that's why I got the job. Because I focused on character. the character. Yeah, yeah. I focused on the ability. And that's, I was like, this is what we do. We have to, we, we have to portray the character yeah, yeah. while performing, while doing the dangerous stuff. Totally. You know, the actors, they do the same thing with the care, remembering the character, living truthfully in the imaginary world of the script, but they have to remember the dialogue and what they're trying to invoke. Yeah, yeah. Totally. So it's just, it's a, it's a swap, but it's yeah. almost exactly the same. Did you shoot that test fight? Was that before? Was that for this one or no? That test fight that you did in Atlanta. That was after. Oh, okay. okay. So I shot, so uh, we do that. And I'm like, okay, I've we we work on civil war. We go through all the hell on civil war. We, I, I'm in Germany, like you, like so you, you said. Yeah, so you so you get the job. I get the job. You get to be the Black Panther. Double. I get to be the Black Panther. I get yeah. to wear the cost. I get to go yep. to a fitting to get fitted for the costume. I get to wear the costume. I get to put on the helmet. I cry in the helmet. Um, I get to stand, like literally out in front, and look at. James as the Winter Soldier, uh, uh, Sam or um, yeah, Sam. Try, try to pull up one of those pictures, Paul. Yo, please. <laughs> I'm trying to remember everybody on that side. Keep going. Mark Wagner. Uh, I'm seeing Kyle. I'm seeing my friend Kyle McLean, right? And I'm seeing all these guys, yeah. and they're all dressed up in their in their costumes. Yeah, yeah. And I'm, and then I look down, and I look to my left, and everybody else is dressed in their costumes, and I'm like, "This is really happening." 
We had already been on the film for six months. Yeah, but didn't hit. It didn't hit till July. Yeah. I was like, are you kidding me? And this is like literally a week before my 25th birthday. I'm going through all this. And I'm yeah. like, holy cow. Yeah, it's crazy. I know what it means, though. I've been on some films where like you blink and it's over. And yeah. You almost took for granted that it happened. You don't really realize what you had because when you're in it, it's tough. It's so tough. When you're in it, it's hard. It's, it's long And it days. got harder. It's hard. It just got hard. And, and that's the thing is like it's that's life. How long were you guys on that movie for? I think altogether eight months. Okay. So six months in Georgia, and then I spent two months in Overseas. Germany. Yeah. And that's where we spent, like you were saying, we have time to work on action sequences yeah, exactly. and gags. We did the whole chase sequence, two months, a month of rehearsal, a month of shooting. Where is the, the um, Paul, try to pull up the one that were there. Uh, I think there's one BTS clip that we got. Oh, yeah. Um, of me swiping at the back of the. Yeah. Where is this at? This is in Germany. Okay. This is on the uh, magic carpet, right? Yeah. So, yeah. so for people out there that are wondering how they're traveling like this, what they're on is uh, they're, it's called like a magic carpet. Essentially, it's like a long runway that's getting yep. pulled by a truck. Yes. So or they, a car. Or a car. So then basically you have like 100, 200 feet of this runway that's getting pulled at speed. So it gives the illusion that the whole world is moving too. Yes. Because it is. It's it like is. A, it's like a treadmill. So yeah. you you take how fast they're going. They were going about 20 to 30 miles an hour. And then... At full sprint, I'm going 15 to 20 miles an hour myself. Totally, yeah. So yeah. we're traveling at 60 with traffic around us, and we're literally hugging a side that to my left is pillars, to my right is cars. Yeah. There's yeah. no... I know there's one... There used to be another BTS you had up where you were just running. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, where it showed like how quick you could go. Yep, and okay. that, that was scary. Because yeah. we were playing with every idea, the idea of okay, you run, and now we're gonna we're gonna have this one pull, and that one's pulling a little bit heavy. Once that one catches up, you change lanes so we yeah. can keep and running. You run and jump to it, you know. And then there's one where we have to we have to run and jump off the back of one car, cross to the next lane, grabbing onto the back of a truck, and then you have to. And now we're gonna do one where you guys are going over the car. Now all three of us are running together. And the thing that's crazy is that because it's usually just weighted on the back by like a metal yeah. piece of metal to just keep it down, it, it keep yeah. it down. If you kick your feet out, it swivels. Yeah, yeah. So the person in front of me, if he's not running straight and he's just going as fast as he can in his regular cadence, he's going to split. He's going to have this thing spinning in front of me, and I have to. I have to somehow keep my head looking forward, but still be able to see my feet to make sure that what's ahead of me isn't pavement. Yeah, it's and you can't look down because they, they don't <laughs> want Black Panther running like <laughs> yeah, this. Yeah, you can't run down like that. Yeah. So that's crazy. Yeah. It, and this is like now me being introduced to stunts real stunts yeah this yeah. is what they say what i call real, real stunts. stunts yeah where there's like, grave consequences yes you're putting your yeah. life into the system mm -hmm. it's like okay the system has to work because if it doesn't i can completely destroy my life yeah i can end this career and uh we get through it we get through it surprise thank goodness we get through it uh and i remember the last day of shooting uh it was cool and it was sweet and, and bitter at the same time. It was the last scene was just me and James. That's cool. It was just me and James. And it was it was just like, okay, you just kneel you just kneel, kneel there and we'll just have James walk up. And that's all it, I was like, this is this is how we're this is how it ends. This is how we did this. Yeah, and it was it's somewhat setting. It was so dramatic. Yeah, it was yeah. so dramatic. It yeah, was it was great. It was pretty cool. What was the hardest part about that character? Was it the suit? Was it the, the like suit. the pressure? Or I think it I think it mainly was. What did the suit consist of? The suit's five layers. Okay. Uh, my my problem with the suit was that I felt it was too big, okay. too bulky, because I was already I'm already a muscular dude. I have broad shoulders, um, so it's Under Armour. A cooling suit, which I usually would opt out of in Georgia because it's, it's just pointless. an extra layer. It's pointless, it doesn't yeah. do anything for me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I would then put on a muscle suit that would go. That's a full one piece legs. Yeah, uh, legs to, and then I put the leg leg straps on that is like overalls to keep it from falling. To keep it from yeah. falling, yeah. and then I put then I have under that already a, a little chest piece that has sleeves of the costume and then another piece that goes over the top and then gloves that go over 
and then boots. Damn. It took the first time we got dressed, it took me, it took them 45 minutes to help me get into it. It okay. takes three people to get me into that costume. Yeah, to fully assist you. And it has a full on hood and then a helmet that has fans running in it. Okay. Can you breathe? Can you see? Uh, there was grates. So I couldn't see for a while, but they were able to take it out for me and okay. just put dots around nice. the eyes, which was CG great. I was like, thank you, because yeah, yeah. I need to be able to – I, I, I need my peripherals. That's my superpowers, my yeah. peripherals. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I need to be able to see where yeah. I'm going. Yeah. And um, what else? They, they had a thing that detached from the mouth so that okay. way I could breathe or drink so you some water. you could take it off and breathe, yeah. Uh, it wasn't something I could take off myself. Yeah. Somebody had to come and take off. Do they screw you in or no? Is it zipped in? It was not zipped in. They had these pins that were like magnetic. Okay. That was pretty cool. Yeah, that's cool. Um, What else? The reason why it was hard, I guess, was also the fact that it's Atlanta, Georgia in the summer, 98 degree weather. We're outside on an open concrete slab. And black attracts sun. And black loves <laughs> me. Yeah, totally. But they were they tried their best. Like they they had like a cool cooling van for us to jump into right away. They would try they had like honey wagons pulled up mainly for the actors, but they had extra room for all of us to chill in and spill out in. Totally. And so they, they tried to make it as comfortable as possible, but that was that was probably one of the hardest things. And then to do that and have to go to Germany and then do the scariest thing in my life. Yeah. That was kind of, I think that was the hardest thing, definitely. The, yeah, yeah, the pressure. The pressure. The fear. Yeah, it, it, yeah. it got there. It, it got to that point. There's um, There's been some moments in my career where, like, I've I've talked to a few of my friends about it, but um, there's been a couple of movies where, like, I would go to, to bed every night with anxiety. Yeah. Like, worried that I was going to die the next day or that Can't like, I was going to seriously gravely get injured. I wasn't sleeping. Um, yeah, I don't know how, but I I don't get much sleep when I'm when I when I have a big gag in front of me. Yeah, it's a it's a tough thing because because we're it's like controlled chaos. Like we know what we're gonna do is gonna be dangerous, mm-hmm. but you take every preventable step and precaution to be safe. But there's always that like one percent. Yeah, know? yeah, absolutely. It's it's I've been on a movie before. I'm not gonna name the movie out there. Um, but I remember distinctly there was one scene we were in where. Uh, I won't even give the gag away because I'll give away the movie. Yeah. But for lack of a better term, we rehearsed the scene with six of us. We got there on the day. There was a variable that made it completely different where um, we basically had no line of sight for what we were about to do. Mm. And uh, take one, someone goes to the hospital. Take two, someone goes to the hospital. Take three, someone goes to the hospital. Take four, I'm just literally looking around the bus at the two other people left <laughs> with me. And I'm like... Which one of us is going? I'm like, you want to go? You want me to go? Like, who wants to go next oh to the hospital? Yeah. And like, I literally remember that whole run. Like, I uh, it was to the point where I didn't even want to have a walkie-talkie because I had anxiety about them calling my name. Yeah. Like, I didn't want to hear them call my name to the point where I just was like, I don't want one. And I would just wait for people to like yell my name, which was a running joke because they called me for every scene. So of course, yeah. Was, but you, because you kill it. We, we, th- we. The only way that we're able to get, I feel, to the level that we're at is due to our ability to take pressure and use that energy to, yes. to properly. Yes. And like I said, like the only way that I learned this was being put in these hot spots. Yep. Like I didn't I didn't magically get good at doing wire gags, you know. Nope. Um, <laughs> it, was, it was years of being the lightest and the youngest guy on the team and just getting Here, wrecked. Here, you do these Gucci's yeah. real quick. Exactly. Like, oh, okay. You're the lightest one. You know, so. Yeah. No, it's tough, man. Oh, well, that, that's crazy, man. So... What was the coolest thing about being Black Panther Double? Coolest thing about being the Black Panther Double was the fact that I got to wear the costume. Yeah. That was probably the coolest thing because that's the only time I really ever got to be Black Panther really is when I'm wearing the costume. And I remember there was the first day, the first day me and Marvin Ross, who was a Spider-Man Double at the time, um, wore our costumes. It rained. So we had to take them off. And we weren't able to shoot that day. Uh, so the second day comes, and they got re- they got to do the scenes that that we that we were supposed to do the day before, and it's me in the suit, ninety degree weather, Atlanta. I walk out. Everybody bring Guy on to set, please. I'm like, okay, we're going, we're doing this. In front of me is Robert Downey Jr., Chris Evans. <laughs> I'm like, are you what? Yeah. Are you Scarlett Johansson is walking towards me giving her lines and all and I'm supposed to go from a knee just for eyeline, stand up and say captain. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. all I have to do. But I'm 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 literally they're looking at me. 
and they're acknowledging me and treating me as because you're in the suit. Who's, yeah, I'm yeah. in the suit. Yeah. I'm the guy. You're black so they have right to, there. So that was like that, and when I fight against Sebastian because he's such a great guy, yeah, that I felt was like okay, these are really cool moments. Like the whole pulling the arm and reaching in and looking at him, yeah. saying, "Then why did you leave?" That's all me. I get to do that. Yeah, that's like, cool. That's that's tight. That's cool. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's one thing that's unique about like the suit work stuff is mm-hmm. that like, um, you know, shout out to the actors that are doing their jobs. Shout, obviously, Robert Downey Jr. is an incredible actor. Oh yeah. But like, he's not doing that stuff in the suit. No, he's not. He turns he's six not, feet tall when he's yeah. wearing a suit. He's Iron Man when he's when he's outside when he's Tony Stark, and he's Iron Man where they just show his face inside. Yes, of the suit exactly. And he's like controlling the. Guy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this yeah. is the extent of his Iron Man. Like, exactly. look it around, look it up. Like, yeah. It's like, what's over there? Yeah, exactly. But that's that's hard acting. It's hard, but that's the thing. Yeah, yeah. So props to them. It's like they they do that, and then we kill the stuff in the suit, but yep. it all blends together. It you all know? blends beautifully. Just just make these characters look good and make Marvel a shitload of money. <laughs> yeah, money, money, money. <laughs> Man, shout out to Marvel. They're killing the game. They lately. are. Yeah. yeah. I don't know how I feel about their eternal thing that they're doing. But mm, about uh, the stream, the, what are you talking about? They're, they're doing a, um, they announced doing a movie called Eternal. It's, it's, oh, et- I thought you said internal stuff. Oh, no. oh eternal. Okay. Eternal. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm just. I, I need to I guess I need to read the comics more about that one. I haven't even heard about this one. So. Yeah, they just announced it. It's with uh the girl from Stranger Things and the handsome Which girl from Stranger Things? The Eleven. Bobby the, the Oh Eleven. yeah, yeah, okay. And um the guy who you worked with on uh Fast and Furious. Mm. The the brother of Statham. Statham's brother. Oh, that actor, oh, that I guy, English to, oh, I didn't get to work with him. You he's, didn't? The guy, he's the guy that dies in six. Oh, yeah. I didn't work on six. Okay, yeah, yeah, seven. Yeah. I thought no, he doesn't. Um, he doesn't die. Oh, he gets put in jail. He gets put in jail. Yeah, he gets put in jail. Okay. Yeah, 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 I thought he yeah, came yeah. back in that one. Yeah, yeah, but Statham is his brother in seven. Yeah, I worked on seven. exactly. Okay. So that guy. Yeah. So it's the. Uh, but I'm just like, oh. what I'm excited about with Marvel is the uh, the new Disney streaming platform. Yeah. Um, which basically, uh, if you haven't noticed out there though. They have pulled all the shows. If you're a Netflix fan, you may have noticed that all the Marvel shows and all the Disney stuff starting to go. Yep. Uh, and that's because Disney's launching their own streaming mm-hmm. platform. And I heard one of the coolest things about that, though, is because they're going to need so much content, is they're going to start delving into new series for characters. Like yep. I heard there's a Falcon one. Yep. Um, so I wonder if there'll be a Black Panther one. Could be they're probably, a possibility. Well, he has uh. movies. Yeah, I feel true. like they're not gonna they're not gonna try to they're not gonna try to waste him on the move. Uh, yeah, with, with that he might pop up every now and then, but I don't yeah, think. Yeah. I think um, it would be really cool to see a blade. That'd be cool. I think it'd be really cool to see a blade. I'm really I'm really excited to see cloak and dagger. Okay, that sounds fun. Uh, I hope that they bring back, um, like a Luke Cage Iron Fist. But as a as a buddy thing, because yeah, okay, I feel like okay. that's kind of fun, and that's what the comic books were like. Okay. Uh, I really think it's time for us to have a Black Widow. Something. Yeah, we need yeah, something. Yeah. Black I Widow. think there is a Black Widow series they're talking about. Really? I think so. I okay. Think, cool. I heard. I think potentially I heard Falcon and Black Widow. Could be wrong, Ooh. but we'll have to check that out. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah Paul, so, check that on Google. See if there's a Black Widow series in the makes yeah. for Marvel. That'd be cool. Or a movie, even. Yeah. Or something. They gotta. They gotta catch up. They need like Miss. I, I feel like Captain Marvel is great. But we've been, we everybody's been waiting to hear about Black Widow. To be honest with you, too, Captain Marvel, like, I don't think it did as well as people hoped it no. did. Yeah. I, I don't think it got the press and acclaim that they were hoping it would have. No. Yeah. So I felt like that, that was their, their maybe their their little reach that it was like, oh, maybe. Yeah, it's surprising because they've had such great success in the last few years that, like, yeah, you never know. What, yeah, what I guess, this? yeah, just not the right sauce. What's the same call? What year is this? Oh, uh, okay. Uh, it was updated in July. Okay. Okay. All Maybe right. not then. Well, I hope so. Mm, hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Oh, her solo movie. Yeah. yeah. But Scroll I love up. comic books. Yeah, totally. I'm like all about the comic books. Um, I actually read a lot. Uh, from time to time. That's why I want to read this book when you get a chance. Once yeah, you finish. That sounds amazing. Uh, I need to catch up to Marvin's speed. Never. Yeah, shout out to Marvin Ross. <laughs> yeah, he's yeah, so good yeah. at magic. So I know one of the things you've been focusing on a lot recently is acting. you got to go to an acting class in a little bit here. Yeah. So we won't keep you from that. But, Thank uh, you. But yeah, what are you trying to focus on these days? Uh, right now, I'm just focusing on doing the acting stuff. Uh, I want to 
do it all. Um, my heroes are Bruce Lee, Jackie Chan. So I would, my goal, I guess, is to be of that to someone else to help at least one other person to 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 kind of tell a story and to to show people from my hood and and from other hoods around that have been similar situations that you can still do it. Yeah, you can do whatever you want. You can it doesn't matter what everybody says about you. You can if you if you actually put in the work, you really take the time and really love what you're doing, more than likely you're gonna to get to a level where you can live and do it. I'm gonna ask you just because you have a unique perspective on this, is a a kid growing up in New York right now, mm-hmm. watching, listening to this podcast, whether he's a tricker or he's an actor or a movement artist, what advice would you give to him back in the New York scene to get started? Is it similar to the stuff out here in LA, like create a resume headshot and reel? Or I like... feel like yeah, but I feel like the newest thing now that people didn't have back then, uh, even before us, was the technology. Go shoot something. You can yeah. shoot a short or even acting scenes that look good and dynamic with iPhones now, with the stuff that's in your pocket. Totally. So the only way they get good at something is to actually practice doing it. That's yeah. how I feel. And that's what I plan on doing is like, well, just like with the stunts, I got good at it because I was shooting it all the time. Yeah, yeah. Like you can practice the techniques all you want in front of the mirror, but it's going to be different when you're in front of somebody with a camera holding, held around you. Yeah, when you're so, actually doing it. When you're actually doing it. Okay, so just put in the time put and in the try time. to do it. Okay, cool. And meet up with all my friends at Brooklyn Beast. Oh yeah! Shout out to yeah! Shout, shout out, out to the gym out there. Yeah, if you're looking for a spot to train, that's like the uh, the the East Coast version of jam. Yeah, people. They even have a purple York. floor. Yeah, it's cool. They they saw you and was like, yeah. hell yeah! Nah, we'll do that. It's crazy to see, man. It's crazy to see all these gyms around the world. Um, all right, cool, man. Well, I I know you got to go to an acting class, Thank so you. I don't want to keep you too long. We'll bring you back uh, in the near future for some stuff. Is there anything coming out soon that people can look out for? Well, um, Paper Tigers. Everybody knows that's, about that. that's coming. Well, they um, don't. So tell them about oh, it. Well, you looking at that camera right there. Well, well, you know, Paper Tigers. Paper Tigers is going to happen uh, this year. It's going to be in production, so that's coming out soon. So look out for that. The cast, actually, they guys sounds pretty sick. I can't say anything about it yet, but that's what's going on. Okay, and where can people follow you online? What's your socials? You Shout can them out. follow me on Instagram at GuyXDeSilva, or you can follow me on Twitter, GuyDeSilvaBack, and it'll be right here like that. Yeah, we'll throw it up on there. Bam. Awesome. Hell yeah, man. Well, thanks for coming through. We'll yeah, definitely thanks, bring you Sean. back uh, when you got some more time. And uh, yeah, we definitely got a lot more to talk about. We should it's, go get sushi in soon. I yeah, we should. Sushi. We should at some point. Work's been crazy. Um, your lifestyle. No no excuses, though. <laughs> um, awesome, man. Well, thanks, Guy. I really appreciate you coming through. And uh, yeah, man. Um, Looking forward to a lot more times where we can reminisce on some stories. We didn't Hell even yeah, crack no, into the surface nothing. of some I feel like the there's stories. so much more to talk about. Yeah, oh, it's, my goodness. It's insane. There's so much stuff to talk about. Um, but, yeah, man, shout out to everyone out there. And a uh, special shout out to everyone that's been listening to these Jamcasts. We've been getting a great dope. response. It's been doing good. Shout out to people like Jeremy Price that have been listening. And uh, we have an event that I actually want to shout out that's coming out. Um, I believe that is on April 13th. Is that correct, Paul? Yeah, shout out to uh, Project X April 13th. Uh, it's a tricking event that's happening up north in uh, San Jose, California area. It's being uh, thrown by J.R. de Guzman oh, of the tricking sweet. community. Um, he's bringing up Steve Tirada as a guest. Okay. Um, so Steve it's, is just touring. Steve's just doing He's it. all over I the mean, place. He's a legend, dude. He's, oh, yeah. he, he's a legend. So. Did, you see, did you hear about his movie? That yes, it did really well. It did really well. Uh, film festival. Yeah, he actually mentioned it on his uh, Jamcast episode. Sweet. So for those of you that watch Steve Trotter's Jamcast episode, that movie did really well at a film festival. Uh, so there's a lot of buzz going on. That's tight. Yeah. Hell yeah. So yeah, so check out, if you want to see Steve Trotter and meet him in person, head up to Project X. Shout out to those guys up north. They've been doing it for a long time. Uh, it's not only a uh, Project X, it's not only a, a tricking gathering, but it's like uh, they're integrating everything. Like oh, cool. music, there's uh, dancing competitions. I think there's it's like a locking. Event. Yeah, yeah. There's locking, there's whacking, there's going to be tricking. Well, so that sounds fun. Shout out to Project X. It's going to be going down April 13th. And what are the hours on that? From 3 p.m. to 10 p.m. So I think you can get more information over on uh, on Facebook. Yeah. So go through. Project X. Yeah, man. And uh, on behalf of us, man, hope you guys are liking all the content. Uh, continue to subscribe and like and below. Leave a comment on who you guys want to see on the next Jamcast. We get a lot more planned for the future, and uh, we're going to stay consistent on these things. So every Monday, brand new Jam breakdowns, looking at the top clips in the movement, 
industry mm-hmm. and over the past week. And then every Friday, new jam cast with oh, uh, influential guests in the movement world. And uh, every Wednesday, you'll catch us dropping like a little something special every so often, whether it's like a you jam tricking clip. Working. Yeah, or behind the scenes. Do you sleep? <sighs> sleep when I'm dead. We should talk about that next one. We should talk we should about talk sleep. About yeah. How much sleep you're actually getting? I don't really sleep, man. But uh, we live in a day and time where uh, we have way more opportunities than our parents did. Truth. And um, I'll be damned if I don't try my best to make it. I feel you. On yeah. That. Everyone, everyone says I made it, but I'm like, nah. Until no. mom, until mom and dad aren't working and uh, everyone's fully good, I'm still working. So. Yep. Hell yeah. Uh, special shout out as always to Mr. Paul Whitecomb behind the switcher app, throwing it down. Yeah, Paul, you're the best. With the quick fingers. Shout out to uh, Gita Silver for coming through and sharing his so stories. Uh, we'll bring him back in the near future. And a uh, shout out to all of you guys out there that are supporting the Jamcast. You guys have any uh, thing that you want to see on here? Feel free to leave a comment below. Uh, video submissions for the Jam Breakdown to videos at the Jamcast whenever you want to send those over. And uh, hopefully we'll be seeing you guys back here very soon for a future episode. Oh, yeah. With that being said, shout out to Paul Whitecott and shout out to Gita Silva. I'm your host, Travis Wong. Thanks for joining us here on another Jamcast. Until next time, we will see you all soon. Peace.